Hi guys, it's Baby Peach, and we're back with some more Higurashi. Well, let's load it up here. After arriving home, I quickly made preparations to head out once again. I had agreed to meet with Reyna to dig Colonel Sanders out of that mountain of treasure from before. Mom, do we have work gloves? I need towels too. Aren't they in the shed out back? The towels are by the sink. All right, now I was all ready. Looking at me, my mom stared quizzically. What's going on, Keiichi? Where are you headed to in that get-up? If they come to dump again illegally, he'll be buried completely, and it'll be impossible to dig him out. And if that happens, Raina will undoubtedly go after the Colonel Sanders in front of the fried chicken place in town. A bit of excavating so my classmate doesn't become a criminal. (laughs) Well, don't be out too late. Mom returned to the kitchen with a puzzled expression still on her face. Cutting through the woods, through the woods as a shortcut to the dam site, I ran into someone. It was Tomotaki-san, probably taking pictures of wild birds again with that precious camera of his. It couldn't be that all he took pictures of was handsome young men in the twilight. Hey, long time no see. Keiji-kun, right? My due regards. I expelled the rude imagery from my head and greeted him without inciting anything. By the way, was that girl an acquaintance of yours? He was probably talking about Reina. Guessing by the way, um, Tomotaki's son was shaken up. What was that all about? She was walking around with an axe. And she was laughing with a huge smile across her face. That was Reyna, without a doubt. <clears throat> it was probably because she could take it home today, so she couldn't hide her excitement. I hid myself because she, because I thought it might be dangerous. Should I call the cops to be safe? Well, it certainly would be quite the spectacle for a girl of her age to be roaming around with an axe. Tomotaki's son reaction was the uh, epitome of logical. It's fine, it's fine. Just leave her be. She's just wandering around looking for more victims. Tomotaki's son was alarmed by my crass response. Well, it's probably hard for normal people to understand Reina. I'll just toss a bunch of BS out there. If you were to be killed out here, she'd probably be the one to do it. Try not to snoop too much around here. With a condescending smirk, I started off in the direction of the dam site where Reina was waiting. Before I got too far, Tomotaki-san abruptly called out to me. Keiichi-kun, is that meant to be a warning for an outsider like me? Uh... I didn't mean that seriously. I did try to make it obvious, but... Ha ha ha. I'll try my best to be careful. Leaving only those words behind, Tomotaki-san turned around and left. I didn't really mean to call him an outsider. I wasn't really implying anything when I said that. 
It was only meant to be a joke, but it felt like I'd said something bad. Kachikun, I was waiting for you. Let's try our best today. I understood what Tomotaki-san was trying to say. Somebody gallivating around while waving an axe around certainly would seem dangerous. You should cover the axe with something when you have it in public. It's not good to carry it around out in the open like that. Seems that I lost it, so there isn't one. Thinking about it, there really was no need to try to keep up appearances. Everyone in Hinoizawa probably already knew about Reina's eccentricities. She's probably the only person who would carry an axe around Hinoizawa and not be considered suspicious. Ah, well, let's finish this today. If we bust through this last beam, we should be able to pull him out. I've got everything I need. Leave it to me. Okay. I took the axe from Reina and made my way up the unstable slope. Just wait, Colonel Sanders. Kichi-kun will save you. Alright, get back. I'll finish this in one go. A solid black rang throughout Hinomizawa as if the job was being done by a lumberjack. How is it? Think you can do it? If it looks too hard, you don't have to strain yourself. If I can break through this, then we'll be good. I have plenty of power today. I can do it. But this adversary was more formidable than expected. First of all, I'd never used an axe before. During a school camping trip, I had wanted to split the wood, but I lost that rock, paper, scissors and wasn't able to do it. Because the spot where I was standing was so unstable, I soon became tired. I decided to take a break. Raina had already spread out a tarp and laid down some tea and sweets. I'm fine. I'm almost there. I'll make sure Raina can give Colonel Sanders a goodnight kiss tonight. Yeah. Thanks. Giving Colonel Sanders a goodnight kiss. How? Come to think of it, Raina, you're a transfer student too, right? Where did you live before? I asked her nonchalantly while drinking tea. I had thought she'd lived here her whole life. Hmm? In Kanto. It wasn't a rural as it is out here, but it was still out in the countryside. Why did you move here to Hinomizawa, I mean? You know, this is pretty far out in the boonies. Why did you move here? Does it have to do with your dad's work? Dad said he wanted to move out to a studio. He'd been saying for a while that somewhere deep in the mountains like this would be perfect. Studio? Is your father an artist or something? He paints scenery. Seems that twice a year he opens a gallery for the stuff he does. When he started, his works were displayed in an industry plaza in Tokyo, but now they're exhibited in the Makuhari Messe. He's determined to have them displayed in the Waterfront International Exp 
exhibition hall. That's amazing. Let me see them next time. I was too embarrassed to tell her that I didn't really know what kind of pictures my father painted. Well, eventually I would. I picked myself up while giving some vague answers. But you transferred in the middle of the semester, didn't you? Wasn't that a hassle? Not really. I was getting bored of the city anyways. I was trying to get answers from Raina, but I ended up being the one giving out all the answers. With a bit of a weary smile on my face, I grabbed the handle of the axe and headed back to the work site. The air grew colder as the sun slowly set. The Higurashi began their song as if to tell me to stop and head home for the day. Just a bit more. Today, I would end it. When I first started, I chatted with Raina as I worked, but now I didn't have that luxury. Hooyah, you little. Damn it. I had sung the axe countless times today just like this. Contact. Shards of wood splintered. The assailants butchered the victim's body with hatchets and pickaxes. I recalled that passage from the tabloid. One hit with something like this would smash someone's head in. Axes and pickaxes are not meant to be swung at people, ever. With one last swing, the beam cracked apart. The weight I put behind the axe not only split through the beam, but smashed the statue's shoulder as well. The arm came off with a sickening sound. It clattered down noisily, stomping at my feet. Ah... Uh. What's the matter? Are you hurt? Sorry, the figure's arm. I broke it off. Oh, that's all? I thought Kichi-kun hurt himself. I probably had a really guilty look on my face. Reina said that without a hint of dismay as she smiled. We just need to tape it back on and put a coat over him. Nobody will ever notice. I see. Let's pull him out then. Can you get that side? Okay. Seems they haven't been able to find one of the arms, you see. I laughed dryly at how pathetic I was for considering the arm flopping down and rolling to my feet to be such a bad omen. Both Raina and Mion knew how sickening that incident was, so they pretended that they didn't know. I had looked it up all by myself, and shamefully enough, I was scared. You're pathetic, Keishi Maibara. All right, Raina, let's do this in one go. Ready? And, whoa, we did it, we did it, Kichi-kun, yay! The right time to give three cheers, that moment of two days of work bearing fruit. He who was brought to Hinamizawa covered in filth to meet his inn, instead we were able to welcome him back. You're pretty lucky, Colonel Sanders, your new master is a pretty decent person. Sanders, he really is cute. It didn't matter that he was dirty. Raina nuzzled him cheerfully with her cheek. I was dead tired, but seeing Raina's happy face made it all worth it. I'll help you carry it back. It'll be bad if it gets dark. Yeah, right. I really want to thank you, Katie Coon. I won't forget this. 
think really hard about what you'll do to repay me, okay? What? Whoa! I wonder what kind of repayment, I wonder. For now, I just hold back my evil cackle. We were ready to take it to her house, but we couldn't go like this. We rolled the statue up in the tarp and lifted him. And so Jack and Jill went down the hill carrying a human-sized bag and an unsheathed axe. I prayed that we wouldn't run into Tomotaki-san. If he saw us here and took a picture, we'll need to get rid of him, lol. Is that meant to be a warning for an outsider like me? Something struck me as odd about the words Tomotaki-san, unable to grasp my sense of humor, had left behind. Okay, and I'll end this part here. It's a little shorter than the rest, but it seems we've come to an end of this segment. So we'll pick up some more in the next part. See you guys soon. Bye.